0: Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show.
1: These American service members who gave their lives, it's an overused word, but it's totally appropriate here, were heroes. Heroes who have been engaged in a dangerous, selfless mission to save the lives of others. They're a part of an airlift, an evacuation effort unlike any scene in history with more than 100,000 American citizens, American partners, Afghans who helped us, and others taken to safety in the last 11 days. Just in the last 12 hours or so, another 7,000 have gotten out. They were part of the bravest, most capable, the most selfless military on the face of the Earth. And they're part of simply what I call the backbone of America. They're the spine of America, the best the country has to offer. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command.
2: Keep in mind, President Trump went from 5,000 troops to 2,500 at the very end of last year. And there were a lot of people realizing, I think, that he did that so that uh, he could kind of box Joe Biden in. Joe Biden would either have to increase the troop level or withdraw everybody. Now, keep in mind, we've had upwards of over 100,000 troops in Afghanistan for a significant part of our history. Uh, But, look, both people bear blame here and i know in such a tribal moment that we live in uh, we can't fathom that both republicans and democrats could bear blame cuz each side's busy pointing at the other but Donald Trump set up a, a, a deal, you know, that would make Neville Chamberlain blush, as he's out there saying, you know, that this war's not worth it. We're going to leave. My goal is to leave. It's an endless war. Then he empowers Pompeo to go negotiate a deal in that context. Pompeo negotiated a bad deal. They weren't following the deal. The Taliban, they weren't ceasing attacks. They still went forward as if this deal was working. And then after he got out of his office, he even as recently as a month ago said, "I box Joe Biden in at the." same time, Joe Biden, who has reversed a lot of Donald Trump's stuff, including Nord Stream 2 sanctions and things along that line, made the decision to leave. He owns this decision as much as Donald Trump and the execution. I I just think both Republicans and Democrats have failed the American people.
0: You know, I'm going to ask Daryl right after we open to replay that. Because that is the position that I most agree with. Trump boxed Joe Biden in when he cut a deal with the Taliban, when he reduced the troops from five, what thousand down to 2,500. And part of the agreement was that the leader of the Taliban would be released from prison and 5,000 of his warriors or fighters would also be released. Well, and where did they head to? Well, they didn't go to Pakistan. They didn't go to Venice. They didn't go to Germany. They went right back to Afghanistan. And so Trump cut a deal with the enemy. And for quite honestly, I don't. Now, here's the other issue, though. On the other hand, the question is: Should Joe Biden should should Joe, Bi, had, should Joe Biden past tense had trashed the deal when he when he became president? In other words, look, this is a bad deal. You've boxed me in. I'm going to leave what i'm going to leave the i'm going to bring back half of the soldiers that I took out. I'm going to bring them back. Whew, man, he can't do that I, you know but then you also have to take into consideration and i'm just and i'll get to the I'll get to your calls and and more, but you have to also take into consideration when the deal was cut. When Trump cut the deal with Pompeo and the leader of the Taliban, the Taliban leaders, guess who wasn't at the table? The president of Afghanistan. Afghanistan was not at the table. Then Joe Biden becomes president, and he says, well, you know, this is the deal. Uh, I'm going to get the troops out, and then I'm going to come and get the Americans and the Afghans out who want to go. And the president of Afghanistan said, no, you can't do that. By the way, we're a sovereign country. I'm the president of the country, even though he tucked his tail under his ass and left with millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. No, you can't do that. So what is the president supposed, I'm saying President Biden, what is he supposed to say? I'm going to do it anyway. So the the question is, man, I got boxed in here. Now, So the real issue, and I'll play that last clip again. The real issue is, the real issue (laughs) is should the evacuation continue, number one, with the understanding that intelligence uh, reports are there's going to be more suicide bombing. There's going to be more. My God, you think about these soldiers that have to, imagine this, have to pat down all these folks. The Taliban was supposed to pat these people down, so people are second-guessing. Well, maybe one of these Taliban soldiers, to hell with the United States, to hell with our leadership, uh, the the, uh, uh, Taliban leadership. Come on, you can come on through. Go ahead, do your thing. Oh, man, it's possible. Because let's be honest, this is a ragtag group of folk that they're not the United States military. They don't have the command structure that that we have. I'm of the opinion, I'm of the mind that, look, this is uh, both sides. But what do you do? You could bring 5,000 more troops in there, and that's not going to stop suicide bombing, in my opinion. But I, but I, I got to tell you, you have to respect these Marines who say, you know what, we're going to stay the course. You have to respect the Marines Thirteen of our soldiers were killed. Others, and who knows how many, were injured in that explosion, in that suicide bombing. How do you stop suicide bombers? But think about this. These young men and women, 19, 20-year-olds, they didn't, they didn't do what the president of Afghanistan did, they're not saying, you know what? We're not going to do this. They're still there on the job. Even when that exp- that suicide bombs went off, two of them, and shooting, by the way. There was also shooting. This was well planned. They still got, what, thousands of people on airplanes. And the the very, within 12 hours of the bomb going off, they still still did their job. Now, you can be a Republican, you can be a Democrat, you can be a Trumper, you can be a Biden supporter. It doesn't make you have to give respect to those soldiers that are still there. That's how I look at it. Do we, do we continue the evacuation? One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. It's easy to sit home and second guess it is easy we're all comfortable it it is easy you know one of my i one of my favorite uh quotes. We think about our problems that we have here in the United States. Think about the problems that you have, and you, whatever. It might be financial, it might be whatever. Somebody once wrote, somebody wrote, if we all threw our problems in a single pile and saw everyone else's problems, we'd probably reach in, and pull our problems out of that pile. I look at those images every day around the clock on the newscast. I think about Haiti. And you have to say, God, you know, by the grace of God, there go I. Does it not make our problems look minute? The answer to that question is yes. Because there's not one of us, not one of us that would trade places with those Afghans and Americans who are in Afghanistan. And I doubt if there would be very few who could say they would be as brave as those soldiers are who now are still trying to get people on cargo planes and out of afghanistan with that do me a favor let's do this and look you know you know what the deal is i don't have to tell you You've, you any of you who are News junkies who've been watching this unfold, some people get to the point where they say, "I'm just turning it off. I can't handle it anymore." I'm just. I understand. Trust me. I know. Uh, but I do know this audience, both pro and con, supporters and haters. Lord knows, <laughs> you know, um, the the Trumpers want to blame. Biden, oh, he's got blood on his hands, members of Congress. He's got blood on his hands. And then they failed to mention that, wait a minute, Trump boxed Biden in. They failed to mention he was the one that put the Taliban in control. I made a note that, um, that, uh, that, wait a minute, what was the note? That he put, now this is what Trump did. This is a fact. The deal he cut actually put the Taliban in charge. Now, this the ISIS-K folk are the enemy of, of Taliban. Because once the United States and the allies get move out, the Russians, Chinese will stay for various reasons, mostly economic, um, there's going to be civil war for lack of a better phrase between ISIS which will be operating primarily out of Pakistan neighboring country to Afghanistan and 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 ISIS has sent this is a the message they're sending they're sending two messages two messages follow me one we know your your soft targets we know where your soft targets are, and we're letting you know we know. Now, that's the message to the United States and, and, the, and the allies. That's, that's, that's message number one. And message number two is really to the Taliban. We're coming after you. Now, that's just putting it where the goats get it. We're coming after you. And Joe Biden has said, "What? I don't know what choice I had. I don't know what choices I had. My God! It, it, well, and people are saying what you should have done, Joe Biden, is you should have trashed the deal that Trump made with the Taliban. And and the other and again, this is what what do they call it? Armchair." quarterbacking. The first thing you should have done was get the Americans and the Afghans out who want to come out. And then you pull the troops out, but don't pull the troops out before you get the Americans out. Uh, Okay. But then I have to consult the president of Afghanistan who told me don't do that? No, you can't do that. Well, wait a minute. I can have Americans leave if those that want to leave. Now, some uh, you got to understand. Some Americans with passport, citizenship, dual citizenship, they don't want to go. So that's why you always hear people say, "Those that want to uh, leave, we're going to get you out." Um play once again that last clip where the per, uh, who was the who was speaking
3: congressman congressman adam kinsinger he's a republican
0: he's a republican congressman and he said look this both are to blame here listen listen to him closely 19 after the hour and and we'll we'll play his clip go to a break and then that'll give and then you get a chance that you don't get on CNN or any of the cable news shows or any of the network news shows. You get a comment to speak out loud and talk to America at one866 8255 Question is, where do we go from here? Do we continue the evacuation? Play that uh, that clip.
2: Keep in mind, President Trump went from 5,000 troops to 2,500 at the very end of last year. And there were a lot of people realizing, I think, that he did that so that uh, he could kind of box Joe Biden in. Joe Biden would either have to increase the troop level or withdraw everybody. Now, keep in mind, we've had upwards of over 100,000 troops in Afghanistan for a significant part of our history. Uh, But look, both people Bear blame here. And I know in such a tribal moment that we live in, uh, we can't fathom that both Republicans and Democrats could bear blame because each side's busy pointing at the other. But Donald Trump set up a, a, a deal, you know, that would make Neville Chamberlain blush as he's out there saying, you know, that this war is not worth it. We're going to leave. My goal is to leave. It's an endless war. Then he empowers Pompeo to go negotiate a deal in that context. Pompeo negotiated a bad deal. They weren't following the deal, the Taliban. They weren't ceasing attacks. They still went forward as if this deal was working. And then after he got out of his office, he even as recently as a month ago said, I box Joe Biden in. At the same time, Joe Biden, who has reversed a lot of Donald Trump's stuff, including Nord Stream 2 sanctions and things along that line, made the decision to leave. He owns this decision as much as Donald Trump and the execution. I, I just yeah. think both Republicans and Democrats have failed the American people.
0: Absolutely agree. Let's go to a break and come back. one 801 8255 I agree with that. Do you agree or disagree? And number two, where do we go from here? Do we continue the evacuation? I'm Madison, the Black Eagle on Sirius XM Urban View and my and let me please tell you, first time callers, let us know one call a week because I suspect the lines are going to pop real quick. And this gives a lot of, this gives first time calls a chance to get through here with Madison on Sirius XM Urban View. Uh, I, I do have David from Arizona who is a retired Air Force colonel. Thank you, David, for holding. Go ahead, please.
4: You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, uh, Mr. Madison. I get up, get up early in Arizona to listen to you. Always enjoy your show. And thank Thank you you. for what you you do as well. You know, just the bottom line up front, Joe, the president should complete the mission. He should get every American who wants to get out, those that supported us, he should try to get them out before the August 31st deadline. And I'm pretty confident they have other plans that what happens after August 31st to try to get other people out that may not have made it. Those plans are already working and are in place. That's, that's just my opinion. I don't have firsthand knowledge of that, but I'm pretty confident that the Pentagon has already planned for that. In, in, in regards to Representative Kinzinger's comments, the only part I disagree with is his last statement where he says both have failed the American people. My question to Representative Kinzinger is, when do the American people accept their part in this? That's what I never hear, is when do they accept it? I mean, here's what I know after 23 years of military service. War is messy, and it's horrific, not just at the beginning, not just during it, but even at the end. It's messy and horrific. It's not some Hollywood movie, and the American people should recognize their part in supporting going in in the first place Mm -hmm. and then not paying attention to Afghanistan for 15 to 18 years while they were entertaining themselves, watching The Real Housewives of Orange County, or they were watching Dancing with the Stars, and then have the nerve to be outraged that when the end comes, that it's also messy, and horrific the american people wanted us out of afghanistan you look at every poll all the polls have said get out of afghanistan why are we still there well this is what it looks like people this is what the end of war looks like mm-hmm. and they have to accept their responsibility and support the president's efforts to bring this chapter to an end it's time to come home it's going to be messy well, we're going to do the job, and we're going to get everybody out that we can get out and then have plans of how we get others out after the deadline. So, so thank you, Mr. Madison. Ron, first-time caller
0: from North Dakota, and then I'll, I'll go to a break. Go ahead, Ron. Well,
3: so nice talking to you, Mr. Madison. Um, I wanted to say I just retired in 2019 after putting in 22 years in the military, eight years in the Marine Corps. And I was recon. those weapons and stuff like that. That was over there in Afghanistan. The military had gave those to the Afghanistan. People forget they had no government. We helped set up a government. They also didn't have a military and we helped train those guys. And we gave those guys equipment. That was their equipment. Nobody never really thought that they was going to say, hey, you know what? We out of here. We bounced just like, you know, we made it rain. We gave them so much money over there and. You know, the guys got Americans got hustled. You know, them guys took that money and mm-hmm.
0: ran. That's right.
3: And, that, and that's pretty much, and that's pretty much the bottom line. And I'm just yeah. so tired right now. Listen, all these stupid people acting like they know yeah. what they're talking about ain't never been there. That's right. come from Bagram. When they talk about Bagram, unless you've been there, you don't know what you're talking about. I've been to Bagram a couple of times, getting mortars <laughs> and stuff like that, and the, the location yeah. of surrounding area, which I'm not going to go into detail and yeah. stuff like that. People ain't never been there. They're talking crazy. Don't know what the hell they're talking about, and I'm yeah. just so and, tired and, of it and you know, everything. Yeah.
0: Well, you you hear the fr- let me tell you, and I say this with respect to you and your service. You you, I, I got to be on. I'll be honest with this audience, so understand. I part of my the frustration you hear in my voice is that I've always, ever since I've been doing uh, this this type of broadcast. I've always been told, whatever you do, Madison, be authentic. don't pretend and 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 I've been in this business long enough where I know some liberal talk personalities, they call them progressives now, who are dying the wool conservatives because they thought that's how they could get a job. On some of the local stations when they were starting out, then and they wanted to be the next Rush Limbaugh, and then when that didn't work out for them, they switched over, uh, for you know professional reasons. And I was, I learned from some of the veterans in this business: whatever you do, be authentic. Be authentic because the voice doesn't lie. And people who, you know, know this, uh, study this, it's true. That's why I always talk about that third ear. I can listen to you, uh, Ron from North Dakota, first-time caller, first-time caller. And you can hear, he knows what he's talking about. And he's trying to tell you, and he's saying to you, I'm sitting up here listening to you, armchair quarterbacks, who've never been there. And 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 we're and those of us who have been there and gone through the war know what the orders were, why the equipment was left behind, and then they have to sit there and listen, and then of course some of them get upset with me because I know better because. Ron's calling in, the guy from Texas calling in, and the one thing they all had in common, we've been there.
3: That's our job. Hey, Joe, can I say, can I say one more thing? Sure. Yeah. So everybody's blaming the president and stuff like that of America, not the president of Afghanistan. I don't hear nobody saying, you know, what happened to the president of Afghanistan? What happened to the Afghan army? We was training them, so forth and so forth and everything. And yeah. it's just a hypocrisy of it.
0: Jay from Texas, he's a defense contractor. Go ahead, Jay. Yes, sir. The
5: reason why, and I agree with the colonel and I agree with the, uh, the caller, I was a defense contractor and still have today. The and then between Iraq and Bagram in Afghanistan, it's a lot that a lot of Americans do not know what goes on. We're going to have continue maybe like what we have now in Iraq as part of ghost sites. Ghost sites don't exist. But they do exist. Mm-hmm. And being a defense contractor, my orders came from the gas commander and the mail cell. At the end of the base closure team, we ran what's called FELP. And people say, What's FELP? FELP is foreign exchange personal property. We're talking about the billions of dollars that that those people are having right now, Afghanistan is having for our equipment, our military information, computers. But we have to FELP those particular items over to the countries over there is part of the deal. Mm-hmm. And those orders come straight out of the Pentagon. Whether you like it or not, those are orders. And like I said again, don't forget about the contractors. We do a lot that military personnel cannot do. Right. We don't exist.
0: But we do <laughs> exist. I know. And, and, and by the way, I, I just yes, had sir. a friend of mine, I just had a friend of mine, who Mm -hmm. who was listening, just as frustrated as he could be, Mm -hmm. and he was decent enough, he said, Joe, you're the other call, you guys are absolutely right about this equipment and why it was Mm -hmm. left and who it was left to, and sent me a Time Magazine article. That is correct, sir.
5: And And I work as a civilian straight for the military. And anyone that knows, that has been there on the ground, First of all, we all know that those people cannot help themselves. They can't even do jumping jacks. And any defense contractor that's listening, any military personnel, they can identify that. Whether you are in Iraq or whether you are in Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. the hell, they don't even have running water. There's a stream. All the houses are made out of the same mud and clay. When Mm -hmm. we're on Black Hawk, a kitchen snook, you see, you see the
0: the environment
5: over there yeah and I, you and know i i went through
0: this as, as you're talking i went through this when sure. we went to south sudan uh and 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 watched people being taken as slaves and i and i came back saying that it's happening it, mm-hmm. it, this is happening i'm watching it we bought these slaves from the slaveholders Man, I had folks calling me just telling me I didn't know what I was talking about. Wait a minute. How many times did I end up going? Sherry went with Wait. me. Because, uh, you know, Sherry, I said, you got to see it for yourself. And 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 I'm, what was it? Maybe I think you a, made about six trips over six there. Six trips, man. And Five, then, four of them, I think, was during the hot war, the when, Civil War. Thank you. And I'm sitting there going... What? what do, but you know what they just don't want to accept the truth but thank you man you can listen to yours truly Madison the Black Eagle live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app